And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created are exploited, we are downtrodden, we are denied not only civil rights but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Get together, have a few laughs. Good evening, folks. This is Iowa Talk Guys, episode 40. <laughs> and today, I'm your host, Iraq. And uh, to my right, I have TP. Well, what direction? Yeah, yeah. What direction of you am I? That's my left. I'm your host, Theo. Were you trying to do like a uh, NPR? Like, uh, yes. <laughs> I like that. This is like Bob. Actually, yeah. Painting time um, with Bob Ross or whatever. And, and today we have a very special guest on the episode tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how you have your monotone NPR voice. That is awesome. We need to utilize that more. <laughs> we have a uh, caller, Bob. Bob. Bob Bob's Ross. Ross. This is Bob, not Bob Ross, just Bob. All right. Michigan Bob. Bob from the Michigan. Yes, Bob, thank you for taking time to talk with us. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah, fuck it. yeah all right. Thanks. Thanks sorry. for being with us, Bob. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at E-Rock. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's the, bo- the Bob Ross, the NPR is working yeah. out, and I like it. Yes, I like it a lot. Yeah. Very happy podcast. Very, yeah. Happy little trees. Bob is a friend of mine, so uh, he's going to be joining us tonight, bringing us some information about a particular subject, and we're going to discuss it with him. But we figured uh, we might as well bring him on for for some general discussion anyway, because the more the merrier. Right, yeah. We want our we want our fans, our audience to get involved with us. So if you want to be on the show, you know, we've already we'll, yeah. we have our contact. Listen to the yeah. end, we'll tell you how to get a hold of us. So we want to start off with the Twitter files here, right? Is that when you want to go with you? Yeah. Okay. I, so for people that don't know, uh, the Twitter files claim to detail the decisions that were taken within the company in 2020 when it made the decision to censor a story published by a tabloid containing unverified claims, quote-unquote, about U.S. President Joe Biden's son business activities in Ukraine, which turned out to be actual verified claims. Burisma. Yeah, we discussed some of it. The son already knew what was going on. Listen to our old shows. The uh, episode 7, all the way back in the beginning, dude. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, we, a lot so of our stuff goes back to that, but this May, keeps... Pu- last keeps, May, we, re- we recorded that before, yeah. before we released everything. <laughs> yeah. It keeps coming up, but you know what I'm... Like, it's relevant, you know? Yeah. So, uh, anyways, when Elon Musk took over, he decided to start... Releasing all these private re- documents and Yes, shit. they yeah. had like a... It was like an internal, basically like Discord within the company, right? Where they could send emails, messages, and stuff. Most companies have like, you know, a .com that you, you send emails, internal. Right, yeah, of course. Private server. Yeah, but they had an instant message one as well. So, th- it's basically showing, from in my personal opinion, that the uh, op- Operation Mockingbird never ended. From back in the 60s. We're going to have to do something about that because in all reality, it, it did show and even Zuckerberg himself uh, admitted on Rogan's podcast that the FBI had contacted these social media companies yep. prior to the elections. Like, I remember hey, that, yes. We heard, uh, we heard there's going to be some Russian disinfo. We got information from the FBI. It, it's nothing. Just that somehow the Russians got a hold of the, you know, yeah. Former vice president's son. So they just started laptop. censoring all these conservatives. Yeah. 
It's all totally not true. It's all a lie. Not that I have. Don't a, believe a word of it. It's all Russian Russian disinformation. Not that I necessarily have a soft spot for conservatives, but, but you know, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that story. Who are you gonna go for next? And it, and straight up, and uh, it had Twitter employees admitting that you know, like, uh, I th- talking amongst themselves, like. I think this is to to sway the election, the opinion of the election. There yeah, was, they were talking about this. Yeah, there was apparently one Twitter employee that was like, "I grew up in China. I know what this leads to. I understand. Like, this is not a good road we should go down." And they're all like, "You're a fucking brown shirt Nazi. Like, You're a hey, white supremacist Chinese for real." Like, there's people <laughs> within the company calling them like a Nazi and all this stupid shit. Yeah, and did you know just what all those? That's what all those highly educated people out there would do. Uh, apparently, it's on the record allegedly that ninety nine percent out of all the electoral funds donated to campaigns out of the Twitter company, at least individuals that claim to be working for Twitter, ninety nine percent of them were all given to Democratic parties, and only one percent to Republican. If so, I mean, if that. Helped paint the view of where the majority of the company's politics allied. I mean, obviously, not clearly there could be no bias. Not that we're Republicans. Or or Democrats, but at the same yeah. time, I mean, that if that doesn't show, you know, that it's kind of one-sided well, of on their thought process. That they are uh, ideologues. They are, you know, part of a movement, too. Right. Well, dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, what would you call that? Well, I guess my biggest gripe about this and the biggest disagreement that I had when you, when you guys brought it up to talk about it was because I knew nothing was going to happen. I mean, and well, no, nothing's going to happen. And the way well, they presented it in Twitter. Yeah, it's not like it's... Uh, different threads. On it. It's just in the, out in the public. Yeah, it's not legal. Right. But it's so, at least allowing the people. I mean, hey, this is from my point of view. It's kind of given the conspiracy theorists. Not that I enjoy that term, but since it's a you know alphabet agency talking point made up after the Kennedy assassination. Well, we're still waiting on the Fauci files, right? Yeah. It's been three weeks now or so since it was supposed to. Yeah, what happened with that. I just heard about a bunch of layoffs you know with All tech, over, com- tech yeah. companies in in the bay area and whatnot and uh it turns out that a bunch of those folks are just getting hired in washington dc hmm. weird yeah hmm. so that's really surprising i think i e-rock or maybe see a double uh double check on this didn't i hear even the irs had laid off some people i don't know I'm like, didn't they just have a surge of hiring? Yeah. Or at Maybe least a plan? thousand. But Are they putting an end to that? I don't know. Anyways. So yeah, that, that's just my my thing but is, I don't I don't think I, anything's going to happen. I don't think, I, I would agree with you on that. I the don't think F- any legal action's going to happen. The FBI was actually working with Twitter. I mean, this came out. Yeah, but the, he, hello. Yeah, but when... When do institutions get held responsible anymore for their yeah, crimes? Yeah, there's no accountability, That's right? A great question, Bob. I, well, I, like, so, so do you just not want to talk about it? Should we not talk about Epstein and how he clearly hung himself? I mean, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, well, it, it's good point. It's a symptom of the totalitarian state. Absolutely. Well, you know, it, it's, it's it's the nature of the beast, man. They're Nothing is going to happen from the Twitter files as far as anybody being held accountable, oh. any charges being pressed. The machine's not going to stop. No, it's I, nothing's going to happen, man. This is just more proof showing people like, hey, you need to wake up. Like this shit, it's not. It's uh, not excellent point. It's not in a video game. It's not in a comic book. It's not on a television show. Like yeah. this is real life. Yes. It's what sometimes it, it seems down and depressing, but you know, guess what? Well, at the same time, it's people trying to I keep it down could be down and depressing if you're already a down and depressing person. But like, if you're aware of it, dude, and like, I mean, hey, it makes me appreciate every day that we're not living 
where we have to go down to the river and get her water from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With mules and shit and armed guards yeah. <laughs> or whatever the scenario <laughs> might be, right? We're not living in a Mad Max world yet. Quite yet. Could happen. I don't know. Could happen, man. Speaking of that, speaking of living in a Mad Max world, or do you want to continue on the Twitter uh, files? I mean, talking about? we just wanted to hit on it. We're not going to do like a big deep dive on it unless we get some positive feedback from fans that want us to do it. Yeah, I mean, we but we all knew it, right? Right. This is all stuff <laughs> it's that... Like, it's not surprising. Like I said, Operation Mockingbird, dude. Right. That it was a... CIA program that roped a bunch of college kids into yep. essentially working for the CIA back in the 60s, 70s and, and you can imagine that they I'd like to discuss this in the closed door council Yeah, yeah. they ran off with it Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks this, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in an executive session. Weird. And it's all propaganda. And we already, you know, talking in the Operation Paperclip, we've already talked about, I mean, just touched really on the effects of propaganda on a population. It's horrendous. What? It, yeah. Terrible. I don't think you can say touched anymore on... Word is now. What about that show Touched by an Angel, bro? I was going all the way back to the anyways, 90s, man. <clears throat> used anyways. to watch that with my grandma. Right? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds I like a microaggression. It was awesome. Uh, a microsexual aggression. <laughs> is that what they call it? I have no idea, dude. What the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. You don't right. care about all those terms you couldn't use now? No. I'll have to go back to that. No. Right. Well, we're living in reality here, buddy. So, like we were saying, though, speaking of living in a Mad Max-type world, we've had some uh, obvious attacks, apparently, on, on the some, uh, energy grid yeah, on the, areas of the United States. On the power grid, I think there have been attacks on substations in Washington, like Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, as if Washington hasn't enough to deal with. <laughs> like Chaz. Or wildfires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they decimated that area. Uh, Landslides, all that fun stuff. North oh, Carolina, there was a substation that was subject to small arms fire sabotage. Yeah. Allegedly. But I have heard this on, uh, you know, like Clay Travis and Buck Sexton have been talking oh, about Glenn it. Glenn Beck, I think. Glenn Beck mentioned. has mentioned it on their radio show. But their uh, podcast. Nobody's reporting it. That's weird. All the all the mainstream network, you know. You think that kind of ties in, ties in with that balloon thing? <laughs> I don't know about tying in. Well, the balloon thing is a whole, a whole related. The whole Chinese balloon thing is a a whole different story but i mean bob bob what do you think about the uh power grid yeah this situation is really, this is really why bob called in and wanted to talk to us and yeah, let us know I what was mean, going on we, he knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two bum, 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 bum. right bob yeah and yeah and i don't know a whole lot about the the chinese spy balloon or the uh recent attacks on the substation but i just kind of want to talk through and, and this is going back uh two years ago now um so it's been a while but if everyone remember when the power grid in texas um almost went down for months and months and uh so there's this article uh, by michael snyder that that i have up right now so there was a big ice storm in texas not only did it freeze some wind turbines, it froze natural gas pipes. It never <laughs> yeah. got that cold in yeah. Texas. So this isn't even like bashing the wind power. 
I mean, it didn't help the situation. Don't get me wrong. But. Right. And this wasn't back in the 80s or 90s. This was what, 2001? No, 2021. Two years ago. And it's happening right now as well. Right. Modern society, modern Texas. Yep. Um, they were, uh, uh, according to this uh, blip here, was seconds and minutes away from a catastrophic failure that could have left Texans in the dark for months. Wow. And it says, it says in the dark for months, but it's not the lack of light that kills you in Texas, the lack of heat. Because, you know, these people don't have heaters in their house like we do in the Midwest. They might have a, a space heater in their room. Yeah. Guess or, what yeah. Or yeah. maybe a oh, fireplace if they're lucky. Yeah. You know, have an old house. And a nice old house. It's just for looks, really. And gas stoves. <laughs> oh. No, probably no. not. Well, yeah, and, and that and that all plays into it. It's all these it, additional taxes that are taken on the grid, and the, the infrastructure is hundreds of years old. I shouldn't say hundreds, but a hundred on average, right? And Sure. But hey, uh, we need money to we need we don't need that money to uh, update our infrastructure, man. We need that money to send to Ukraine to fight Russia. <laughs> so California has rolling blackouts every summer, and right, it, you're advised. Oh like, yeah, oh, please, please keep your thermostat above eighty degrees tonight, so we can you know okay. Fuck that. when when the sun goes down, the solar panels don't get so much power and. It, it's really hot, so everyone's blasting their air conditioners. And oh, guess what they're doing now? They're plugging in their electric cars too. Oh, right. no. yeah. So you further know, draining that, on their their grid. Their grid. That the yeah. average amp draw of an electric, you know, two hundred and twenty volt electric car charging station is about thirty five amps. I could not find a conclusive figure on an air conditioner, but it's right in that range. Between 15 and 60, they say, hmm. uh, amps. And, and, you know, your huh. older houses have a 100-amp fuse box. Right. So yep. you're going to use two-thirds of your, of your power, you know, available power, just running the AC and charging your car. No kidding. And <laughs> I don't know what people, like, think this is going to look like when everyone comes home from work at 4, 5, 6 p.m. and plugs in at the same time. Right, right. You already don't have the grid. And this is what people don't understand. You already don't have the grid. How are you going to supply all of these electric vehicles? Because we live in La La Land where electricity just comes from the sky. Yeah. I mean, it does. Duh, it's lightning, dude. That's what charges the power stations, right? Ben Franklin found it. With his kite and his key, <laughs> stupid. Don't you know our history? <laughs> Dummy. And then the, the electric stove, you know, oh, we, we need to adopt this. Already law in California and New York City. Um, what, it's going to become what, federal right, law we, maybe soon. We yeah, talked that about we just that. talked about. We just had an episode about the, uh, you know, the, the gas stove. Yeah, like four or five ago. Apocalypse. Our, our, I mean, are they going to come for our gas house heaters now, too? <laughs> they might. Yes, yes no, probably. Your I mean, carbon footprint's too high. We need to take yeah. away your natural gas heaters. The World Economic Forum, I'm sure they're going to come for all of it. Dude. Have any of you gotten like any of the rebates, offers that they're trying? You can get a free Nest thermostat. We would hate. to control it. We like, would are, yeah, we haven't got. I haven't got a rebate. Have you guys? Well, that reminds me of when they went digital TV. Remember that? And got rid of the analog. Yeah, and then they were sending all those free yeah routers or yeah whatever antenna. the boxes yeah. in your house that listened to you during the yeah. Obama yeah. administration. Yep. So they, if if the you know I don't, that's a way of communication. What are they? Dude, uh, that's the whole point. I don't. You uh, irresponsible energy user. You know, because you don't have a brand new furnace from two years ago and you haven't spent $20,000 to add insulation to your old 100-year-old house. You yeah, know? don't you care about the environment? <laughs> yeah. 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 Trying to live, motherfucker. <laughs> You're the reason why global warming exists. <laughs> I think that's 
part of the plan. Yeah. You killed the dinosaurs, you piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> How far back does it go? Right? <laughs> well, there was just that, oh, that guy, uh, Constantine Kastanoff, or, oh, I can't remember his name, but he went to the Oxford Union, and he was telling all of these Oxford kids, like, you think you're going to tell people in the second and third world to not use fossil fuels? <laughs> that's like what's bringing them into modernity. Right. You know, that's to paraphrase what he said. That's what's well, kind of trying to bring them into a first world. Yeah. They're just going to stop. Well, no. Look how well not. I looked out on Sri Lanka. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's on our day and age. That just happened. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a story of what's to come. If they manage this the way they want to. And by they, I mean the World Economic Forum. The, the powers that be. We've yeah. been talking about them. You know, George H.W. Bush called it the New World Order, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, whatever you want, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're it, when the world, or not when the world, when the social credit score comes to fruition. Yeah, ESG energy usage is going to be one of the top drivers. I'm sure. You Absolutely. know, your, your utility could report. You know, oh, so and so is using. X amount more watts than the average home in his area. Mm. You know, he he needs to do better and suffer a lower score because of it. Yes, Shut him because down. his carbon footprint is too high this month. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that you brought that up because we literally just spoke. We just well, will that will that happen? That in the or last are they gonna, episode. You know, the people that do use a lot will be able to buy their way out. Or is it going to be? Well, of course they will. Dude, yeah. This is a total. This is a total that control. This is po- this is rules for thee, not for me. You think you think the Cargill family is going to have to worry about any yeah, of this? No. <laughs> the people you think the Rockefellers, the, the Morgans, will not be following them. Yeah. As with every other time, you think in human history? Yeah, the Bushes, the Clintons, they don't have to worry about this. This shit. is a the Carries. Hey. We are noticing a trend right here. We're doing it. We're seeing it. We're visualizing a trend where there are people that visualize things for us, but they never hold themselves to that. It's kind kind of like that's happened throughout human history a time or two. Pawns on a chessboard. (laughs) Period. We're we're the cattle. That's what the Georgia Guidestones said they wanted to kill, you know, keep the have the human population keep it under like two-thirds of what it is now yeah well it, 500 it got million. demolished by a terrorist attack so yeah the cameras all over the alleged place, terrorist they, attack yeah that that that's really weird right isn't it really is i don't know what to think of it i don't most know people, either man. most people didn't even know what the georgia guidestones were and then it got demolished right for the most part in a terrorist attack well one one <laughs> I don't know if it's one of the pillars. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I guess it would be domestic terrorism according to the Department of Homeland Security. Shit, yeah, isn't that what they said? Fuck yeah, that's what it would be. But here's the thing: it it destroyed the one pillar of it out of the four, and then the county came in and was like, "This is too dangerous to be up anymore," and crumbled, just toppled the rest of it, destroyed it, sent it out, got it out of there. Yep. Which is even more weird. I'm like. Huh, this kind of reminds me of that time like after 9-11 when they just shipped all the debris off to China <laughs> to be recycled. Anyways, getting back to these rolling, in California, rolling blackouts we were mentioning. Do you, uh, you, Bob, do you think that's a possibility throughout the entire United States? Eventually? I mean, if, they, if, if uh, the Biden administration gets their way and everybody goes green and gets all these, these battery-powered cars... Yeah, I and I mean I I don't know if it's necessarily imminent, you know, to happen next month, next year, next decade, but wow. eventually, yeah. I mean, um, now there is some, and I didn't find any good articles on it, but I've seen them before. California does rolling blackouts also to prevent forest fires. 
when there's improperly maintained power lines and they know it. And the, the more current that runs through them, the more they sag and they start getting on tree branches. And they will catch the forest on fire. Well, and th- we already know from uh, half of California burning uh, a couple summers ago that they they were caught with not um, taking care of their forest. The what's that? Uh, there's a group that does that. States all every state has it. Forest, forest service, yeah, forest, forest services service. and stuff. So I have a buddy. Uh, he used to. He was a forest fire up in Washington and stuff. And that was when they weren't fighting forests. They were out helping get. When they weren't fighting forests. Or fighting fires and forests. I'm sorry. He was a forest firefighter. I apologize. How many forests could a forest fire fight? Crikey. <laughs> Crikey. That's a bad one, We right? have to keep this. All right. That's We fine. have to keep it. Anyways, he's a forest firefighter. Okay. And he has he's had some crazy stories about for, fighting forest fires. All right. But he said, yeah, they would go out and they would have to maintain that. And, uh, like, the fire marshal would go out there. And if the state didn't have it, they're supposed to, like, come down on them about it. I mean, you you know, uh, Theo informed us you know a lot about politics, Bob. Is that, I mean, is that something that happens here in Iowa? You're very familiar. Even though you're from Michigan, you're familiar with Iowa politics, correct? I am, yes. Bob, who is your daddy and what does he do? (laughs) We're not going to do an episode of that on you, but don't worry about it. Not yet, anyways. Depends on what happens. Hopefully, you're not like a CIA, FBI. <laughs> yeah, that's what he is. We're n- we don't even talk about Iowa politics, so I don't. No, we don't. But what I'm saying though is isn't that not the state's responsibility to have to take care of that? Oh, absolutely, and and I know what you're referring to. They they were behind on controlled burns. Um, yeah. And and that's that's another thing though, and I'm not trying to give the the state forest service workers a bailout here, but the the amount of forest land that they have and the amount of it that's inhibited, it makes it extremely. It's oh, I, I I don't even know the words to describe it. The forest is supposed to burn, and when right. you don't let it burn, because a house, you know, a, a house gets built and then a few more, and then all of a sudden you have a big old town in the middle of the forest. Like your your options for controlled burns are really limited. Well, or even if they're not controlled burns, you know, lightning strikes a tree, let let it burn. That's what it did for millennia until people moved in, right? And it's it's a it's a natural part of what happens in nature. Yeah, absolutely, dude. One thing we were talking about with Pat Militich on our uh, episode with him, our interview with him, is that when these developers come in to build these neighborhoods and stuff, too, they scrape off all that good topsoil, and then they push it off to the side, do whatever. Some of it gets scraped off, sold to, you know, people selling your topsoil, your garden soil at freaking Walmart and whatnot, those companies. And then what's they throw a few inches of topsoil back over top of the clay. So... Here's the other problem. And so when those fours burn and they have all that water, those neighborhoods, dude, there's nowhere for that water to go and it just wipes those freaking neighborhoods out yeah. too, right? Yeah, that's incredible. You didn't, you've never heard about, heard about that? Yeah, no, look into no. it. I mean, if you look around uh, Iowa itself, dude, just pay attention to when you see industrial areas and neighborhoods being built. All that topsoil gets scraped off and pushed off to the side. So, oh, yeah, no, I'm... I, I'm aware of that practice. I didn't know. I, I didn't even think about what would happen, though. Right. And when the water, that water's going somewhere, dude. Right. Yep. And whenever water falls, it, ha- it goes where? To the lowest freaking point. Mm-hmm. And so when we're leaving nothing but a few inches of topsoil for that water to cut through and not absorb into anything, it just go. I mean, no wonder we're having floods all over the freaking place. Anyways. So. But it makes it even worse when the when the hillsides are burned off when the when they're not taking care of their forests out there in California, Washington, Oregon, where all this stuff was happening. Yeah, I heard that a couple years ago. I heard that's an and then issue. Then when the rains come, they just dude, leave it. Don't manage it. Yeah, like Bob said, you have to do those control burns if you're going to bring in a human society into that area, right? And a civil human society like or, ours, like or America's ecology. 
and life in general. Frankly, no, like the well, forest is dependent upon fire out there. Yeah, the, it mean, needs to burn sometime. Because once every century, a cleansing. Yes, not. Well, and we know, yeah, all that burnt wood and foliage that goes back into the soil it just grows back richer and yeah, you know it adds of course nutrients especially if it has like soil. a char on it mm-hmm charcoal mm. Mm, mushrooms grow yummy all the good things grow but, but anyways going back to the grid when electricity goes out <laughs> how are point. people going to make payments because everybody is so dependent on these don't worry, dude. They'll take it the out of your, your U.S. You digital yeah. coin. You can't. Well, the use easy cash. question is they're not going to. So, how are they going to barter? For- yeah, are they going to barter? You're just going to not have power. Society is yeah. going to have like, power, and you're going to hell purchase. will break loose. Yeah, all those ones and zeros, all those rednecks that know how to catch food out in the wild are all of a sudden not going to become so stupid. I mean, even the, just the luxury, the luxury of, well, having like a central furnace and not a, you know, pot belly wood stove in the kitchen. Like, yeah, yeah, it's easier to heat with that central furnace when you got power. But that pot, that pot bellied wood furnace, man, it's there when you need it, isn't it? It is. But not everybody has it. No, they sure don't. And they wouldn't know how to operate Let's be honest, dude. Most people wouldn't know how to go a full week without a grocery store and some other type of amenity. I mean, you think truckers are going to keep, if the power's down. (laughs) How are they pumping diesel into their truck? They're not. So, it's just. Isn't that also what happened down in Texas when everything froze up? I mean, not just to mention the roads, but. I wasn't paying attention to couldn't get supplies, dude. Texas freezing too much, to be honest with you. You don't care about the environment, dude? You don't care about the climate change? Of course I care. I just, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm just being a dickhead. was frozen here. I was dealing with my own freezing. Could really care less about Texas's. I mean, I we had like ice on the road. Like, a sh- do you remember that day? can't remember exactly what day it was. You're being real insensitive right now, Theo. Remember there was just a sheet of ice on the road? Yeah. But I had to go somewhere. So I, felt, I felt like the driver. Just did it very uh, slow. And Metallica's bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I don't really care about Texas. You're a dick. And their energy well, dependency. I care about Texas. I got some people I love in Texas. I mean, I, I care I, about you. I do care about Texas, but just like the their ability to deal with the cold i don't care about that sorry so are these it's we- cold out there are these <laughs> chinese weather balloons? not ice cold like it was huh. they do an emp <laughs> did they could they did could they, they could they knock this stuff out that'd be another thing another attack on the energy the grid bob you know about emps I don't uh, yeah i mean i <laughs> do you think the balloons could have done that uh, of course they could. Yeah, I mean. Well, what they said the payload was three school buses. Three school you buses. You guys figured this out. The the size of it, yeah, was that large. Oh, not not the weight. The payload was just as wide, or as large as three school buses wide. You know. Okay. Oh, well, that's significant. No, <laughs> and I, I guess I don't have the best understanding of. EMPs, um, but my my thought is that you can just send out this this pulse with whatever will generate it, and it'll kill any and all electronics in its path. Yeah. When that even fry the cars, like the alternators and everything. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't so much be the alternator. I didn't just think of that, but yeah, the, the the computer in it, uh, like like yeah, the micro. Did you guys ever see the movie Testament? Testament? No, yeah. I don't believe so. 1983. It popped up on my... Uh, I can't remember what it was. But anyways, it's about a nuclear attack. Ooh. And, yeah, it's fucked up because people just die. There's no good ending. There's no good ending to the movie. Well, that's usually what happens with a nuclear attack. 
There's a bunch of people out there that don't believe in nuclear weapons at all anymore now. Did you hear that? Did you hear that one, Bob? Who, who doesn't believe in them? Dude, apparently, there's a large majority of conspiracy theorists that don't believe nuclear weapons even exist. Oh, come on. They're just really big bombs like the Moab. So that's what they're going to they're gonna be like. We're dropping Moabs everywhere instead of nuclear because we don't want nuclear war. So all these countries are going to drop like those Moabs and shit. All right. That's we're to explain there's no radiation. Yeah, so where are we going with this? Well, I was just talking digital currency. Uh, what else? Oh, digital currency. You well, know, if, if did you guys get on that one? Goes down and so if one of these Chinese balloons carried over an EMP and hit the power grid. Yeah, what do you think that would do? I don't know, man. We should get sponsored by some food. <laughs> don't some like shelf life shit. Don't this bag. would be a good fucking spot to put it in. Don't beg. I'm not. I'm just saying. Well, wouldn't a bunch of airplanes come down or be grounded? <laughs> right. Yeah. How my, long would it? My thought is the, the EMP policy is like it, it'll take out anything with a microchip. So. So anything related, a bunch of airplanes, a bunch of airplanes would come down. Yeah, Um, presumably everything would stop. Yeah, yeah. In the vicinity, the range of the weapon. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure some could be more targeted, such as to disable a vehicle or a household or something. But or how about a power station? Substation one big enough. Just if you hit a power station, knock out power for three states. Right. You don't need to have a really that big one yeah. that's gonna get pat. Or coupled you know. with people, I think those might have been recon- coupled with people <clears throat> taking them out with small arms fire. Because look, Iraq. Can you look up how far in did was that balloon before it got shot down? Well, they the they across. saw it in Montana and then shot it down off of the coast of South Carolina. So. Isn't, that, isn't that where one of the you EMP know. Uh, so you know. stations was? Uh, he said the one was in North Carolina that had bullet holes in it, right? Oh. Uh, right? You said that, Theo? In the North Carolina. In, yeah, in a substation. I wonder if... In North we, Carolina. I don't know. Maybe somebody can track that. Well, when they first saw it, what, Montana. That's what he said, yeah. And then, and then shot it down in South Carolina. But so it made it literally all the way across yeah, the United so States. It's what all the conservative radio stations. And what shit if that was a reconnaissance and they were just like, uh, got it. We know they, where we're going to hit our EMPs at. They were jamming the signal. Uh, yeah, I'd say that. Signal. I'd say that too if I fucked up. What? But no, they brought <laughs> up. Uh, what about Trump? Of course. No, no, no. for real, dude. I would say that too. Oh yeah, we were jamming its signal. It's no big deal. We were waiting until it got across the other side of the the the, the country to shoot but, it into the ocean. But two for of the them safe, happened for the safety of America. Yeah, yeah. Because the fucking deserts and and wildlands out in Montana weren't fucking right. There, there was too much population what, in that Western area. Montana isn't you, or Eastern Montana isn't a good place to do that. <laughs> right, dude. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say that too if I fucked up. Oh, we were jamming its signal. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. So we we had you, it covered. Would you wait <laughs> to shoot it down until it got to water? Yeah. Duh. To keep everybody safe. What if it had a nuke on it? But You monitored well, it for three days. and you Imagine you, Imagine if it did have an EMP, though. Or dirty bomb. So an EMP would be, you know, devastating. I mean. A nuclear warhead. D- if it happened here to us, oh it'd yeah. Be, yeah, it'd be bad well, news. I, Hit Iowa, the Midwest. What you think, Bob? Everybody knows a, a cyber attack is coming, right? Uh, That's Department what Klaus, of Homeland Security. That's what Cockbonnet Klaus says. Yeah, he told yeah, us about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so Cockbonnet Klaus. I mean, they uh, they had their little event two hundred one. Um, yep. In in October of twenty nineteen. So. So we're we're probably a few months out yet, um, dude. Because they got to coordinate it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
remember how when was that? When was that the the pipeline was hacked into on the East Coast? And nobody can get gas for like twelve hours or whatever it was. No, it was like right after the twenty twenty election, wasn't it? Can't recall. No, no it was in twenty twenty one. Was that in twenty twenty? You know what I'm talking about, Bob? Yep, I sure do. I was in Florida without uh, fuel at the time. Oh. So. <laughs> So you lived it. Okay. Right, we, were okay. just out here. we were just nice. out here in Iowa. What about Bob? Yeah. Well, we got What him. about Bob? We got him on here. He was in Florida getting no gas, no petroleum. So do you think that was maybe... And did they ever reveal who the, the hackers were? Alleg- um, allegedly, they played it, paid him in like Bitcoin or some shit. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I never really cared to follow up with it. I think it was pretty hush hush on the mainstream media too. Iraq, you got something? I'm gonna look that no, up. I'm just, while just you gonna guys talk about, about how the balloon you guys were asking when it traveled. Oh yeah, okay. Saturday, right. January 28th, started in Alaska. Okay. Made its way down to Montana. January 30th, it was over Canada. What was Justin Trudeau? Then it re-enters Black, blackface I- over Idaho on Tuesday. <laughs> right? Blackface Trudeau. Blackface, yeah. Wednesday, it was in Billings, Montana. Okay. And uh, what Joe Biden played the clip of him saying, yeah, he wanted to shoot it down. But When I was briefed on the balloon, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was it got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. Kind of like Maverick and Iceman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Joe Biden. <laughs> Flipping the birds, sir. Anyways. And then. Fast forward. The Colonial Pipeline. Sorry. Go ahead, Iraq. To Saturday in Wilmington, North Carolina, over the ocean, yeah. Mm. So there. 60,000 feet. Shot it down, huh? Nice. Okay. Sweet. Thanks for those facts. So, that pipeline was shut down. The colonial pipeline was shut down for a couple days, right? So, you were out of gas. They were out of gas down in Florida for a few days, Bob? Yeah, it, it was really only like a 24-hour deal. But Oh, oh okay. you were, I remember you were down at uh, Fort Walton, right? Apparently, yeah, Fort Walton. All right. Apparently, it was some type of uh, ransomware attack that involved multiple stages against Colonial Pipeline IT systems. The pipeline's operational technology... Systems that actually move oil were not directly compromised during the attack. Yeah, I think it would be idiotic to assume that the Russians and the Chinese have not uh, mastered some sort of, well, EMP, like we've been talking about, or cyber warfare. Yeah, cyber warfare is big. to, To not even risk lives. They've been working on it for years. To not even risk lives. So this says the attack began when a hacker group identified as DarkSide accessed pipeline network. The attacker stole 100 gigabytes, gigabytes, gigabytes of data within a two-hour window. Following the data theft, attackers infected the Colonial Pipeline IT network with ransomware that affected many computer systems, including billing and accounting. That'd be sweet. Oh, all my accounting bill, all my bills are paid. Awesome. It's nice. Yeah, that's wild. Apparently, the FBI Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, Department of Homeland Energy, or Department of Energy, which there's some swell guys. I, I'm sure. Yeah, the, I think we've reported about some Department of Energy guys recently. We, we sure have. Department of Homeland Security were also notified of the incident. Hmm. Obviously. Yeah, that's wild. Doesn't look like it caught him. Yeah, we're not talking about it anymore. He used a VPN. So, anyways, 
That could have been anybody. That could have been China. What if, what if that was China or Russia testing our, our firewalls, our abilities, right? Duh, we don't need to hack your government. We just need to hack the corporations that run your infrastructure, you fucking twats. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple. It's going to be hard to get the National Guard to the borders when they can't get, get across the highway. Gonna have to walk. No shit. All this technology comes at a price, right? Absolutely. So, all of our dependence on electricity and, you know, not having a wood burning stove and relying on nature has really bit us in the ass. Right. As, uh, well, species. <laughs> no one else really bit us in the ass? Relying on petro based medicines because how the fuck are you going to get your meds if the infrastructure is down well yeah they're petro based and then you have to get them with petro based vehicles and then well what happens if they just cut off the petro supply because it's bad for the environment you know it's bad news well, they're not. These oil companies' roots run deep. They're not just going to shut that off. I'm talking about like if an if like an EMP hit. How are you going to get your people, prescription? Yeah, people rely on medication, dude. It, it's tons of casualties right away. Un, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to get their vaccines? Since we got away, <laughs> since we got away from uh, <laughs> the government, you know, trying organizing. to instead of trying to cure people, just treat them. Drive-through fucking vaccines. Yeah, how you gonna get that? Uh, what a crazy time! I can't yeah, believe that was like two. That was like three years ago. Well, we're living through some crazy ass times right now. We really are, dude. It's. Well, what do you think, Bob? It's crazier every day. It really is. Uh, these these people and by these people I mean the powers that be have really I mean just lost their minds and they're drunk with power they oh, just yeah. hope that, that we're all too too meager and and can get silenced by these you know like what we started the episode with, with Twitter and Facebook censoring disinformation you know that's that's Orwellian that's fuck dude yeah who are the real fascists here that's the other crazy part about it is the flip side of the coin is that they point the finger and try to make the individuals that are seeking the truth and using good sense of morality as painting them as the bad guy point them as a finger as uh, somebody being you know it's called, it's called gaslighting yeah a domestic terrorist. Yeah. You're oh, gaslighting yeah. the gaslighters. Oh, yeah. How insulting was that? Well, you know, especially for veterans. Are you a veteran, Bob? I'm not. Okay. So when, you know, all these returning veterans from uh, OIF and OEF coming back in the Department of Homeland Security, like, labeling them as uh, one of the greatest threats to the U.S. government. You remember them doing that? What was that 2013, 14? That was when Rand, uh, Rand Paul had that 13-hour filibuster. Yeah. Right? That was a while like, you know, I'm a veteran, and I, I was pretty, you know, not to be like a fucking act like a millennial or anything, but I was like, wow, yeah, that's totally not why I serve my country, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it was ridiculous that they... That they started doing that <laughs> but <clears throat> anyway so what you're saying is you want a balloon free zone no dude i don't know what i want Let's safe space if that I, we've been talking about it. i really think we're on the brink of world war three and that's something that's not fucking like cool at all because i don't think it's going to be as cut and clean as for the uh, united states where we didn't have to fight at all it's not going to be as cut and clean as it was in World War One and Two. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. 
And when you think about it, they've been grooming us through media and video games and television for years with a fight with Russia. Since the Cold War, there's been propaganda out against Russia. Yeah. And North Korea. Think about the Red Dawn remake with Thor. Remember that? Did you see that one? I I did not. You should watch it. It's not nearly as good as the Schweze. Because nothing beats Schweze. Schweze is the best. If you know what I'm talking about, dude. Right? (laughs) Please tell me you've at least seen the original Red Dawn. Okay. I would recommend checking out the remake. And in fact, I might go rewatch it now with what's happening in today's day and age. Because that came out. Oh, shit. 85. That was the original. No, the remake came out in 2012. Yeah, because I was back. I remember watching at my buddy's house, and I was like, this is actually kind of fucking scary when you think about, like, what's going on. And then all these video games, these Call of Duty video games, you've been fighting Russians, Chinese, North Koreans and shit, getting all these kids. So now there's a generation of children that are joining the military that grew up gunning down Russians and Chinese and North Koreans and fucking video games their whole life. Scary. I play Call of Duty. And the, the media campaign against them, you know, it's it's been a thing. Well, at least I remember the Russia being a thing since 2016. I mean, that's nine years ago. Right. Well, seven years ago. I'm bad at math. But it's still like that was, you know, just slander. Pure slander to Russia because. Oh, you mean 2014 when they went into Ukraine or the Crimea? Well, yeah, that and the, you know, meddling in the U.S. election. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Russian collusion. Yeah, yeah, the collusion. and That we now know is a complete farce. Yeah, like. And Russia has just been outspoken about the United States' foreign policy. So. Well, and it's funny because they're right about, I mean, and we, we had an episode that we talked about where, you know, Russia definitely, uh, you know, has blood on their hands, too. They're no saints by any means, but they obviously they love to point out their enemies shit. Yeah. Wouldn't you? And uh, it's, it's hilarious because uh, I think on our last episode we hit on where Russia's obviously they're getting involved in Turkey. Shit's going on up there, up north. They're not just messing around in Ukraine too. And they've been using mercenaries, starting these proxy wars, and now the U.S. is they're reporting on it. Have you heard anything about this? I haven't. Yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. And they, uh, there's these reporters. I was reading about it, and they're like, "How dare them go in there and do that?" and try to destabilize a country and set up that's what they think they're going to do they think they're going to go in there and destabilize a region and set up a proxy government and this and that blah 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 i'm like uh hello the u.s government's been doing that since the end of the fucking world war ii (laughs) you know what i mean like are you fucking serious it's already been installed it's well i don't know if it's a pro-russia government it's already been installed over there but i'm just saying no it's like the the powers that be they want you to their propaganda to paint russia as the bad guy complete bad guy which they're they are they're not the greatest people and shit but they're being hypocrites about it They're like how dare they try to set up proxy governments and and countries surrounding them the difference is is that these countries are on russia's border our countries (laughs) they're they're actually countries that surround them yep right our countries are fucking halfway around as opposed to what the united states does right so I mean, who's a real terrorist here? Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. But anyway, so one last thing I want to hit on if you guys are up for it. All right. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you heard about this, Bob, or Theo, or Iraq, but Saudi Arabia. This is back from January, and we didn't hit it on them, and I'm hitting on now. Saudi Arabia just killed the petrodollar right in front of our eyes. We talked about it a little bit last episode. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Did you did you know anything about what's going on with that? No, I'm very interested though. 
Okay. So you know what the petrodollar is, correct? Yes. Right. So this new Saudi prince. Mohammed bin Salim. He is a cowboy. He's a real John Wayne. Okay. Yes. He's cowboy. <laughs> he fucking, uh, they, uh, let's see here. I'm sorry. I'm reading further down here. Announced in July of 2022 to, oh, never mind. That was the reporter tooting his own horn. But they decided to uh, join BRICS. Saudi Arabia is about to join BRICS nations. Uh, you remember when Biden went down there and, and they had a conference with him, and then like the very next day, he was, Saudi Prince was on the phone with Russia and all these other countries, Brazil. Yeah. So they're deciding to join BRICS, and they are going to... The Saudis are now going to allow any country mainly countries that have their currency pegged to gold for or as a first come first serve with that and then any country after that they can they're going to be selling their oil in any currency now boom no longer just in the u.s dollar so wow how long do you think the other opec countries are going to hold on to that see now i'm curious how many currencies are actually backed by gold not very world. many Russia is one. They pegged the ruble to gold right have, after the U.S. sanctions. Of, they have a lot of gold. China. India. India. Oh, BRICS. Brazil. And it's interesting because remember Gaddafi tried doing that? What was it? The denari? The African denari? Yeah. He tried um, creating a currency based in gold. Mm-hmm. You know, that would compete with other currencies and well he didn't live to see anything happen yeah how nothing happened how unfortunate rebels toppled the government there this country right and then he was and he was executed on live television like well i wouldn't say live but they showed the video of him being murdered and sodomized on being drugged through the street and shit yeah so not that's like some mafia tactics. Not only did we send people to kill you, but they humiliated you. So what happened? Yeah. At uh, the State Department in 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Not going to say anything more about it than that. That was a bomb administration. Anyways. Well, that's about all I got to say about that. Yeah. Bob, you got anything you want to add? No, I don't. I'm reading up on what we're talking about. Oh, cool. Saudi Conference, Mohammed bin Salam- Salaman. Yeah. Salaman heralded the talks as a historic new phase of relations with China. Huh. Yeah. I bet. They're not using dollars. Yeah, the petrodollar is no more. Because... So. That must also mean Saudi Arabia sees who the biggest swinging dick in the in the block is. It's not America anymore. That's what tickles my fancy when all these reporters are like, oh, Ukraine's getting kicking the Russians' ass with all this money we're sending them and stuff. No, no. Hell yeah. Not even close to it. <laughs> They're still using mercenaries. Yeah. They haven't even used the full might of the Russian military. Yet. Yeah. The Russian military has been preparing for 31 tanks mm. they've been preparing for probably 3100 yeah <laughs> yeah in all reality yeah so they let the mercenaries take care of the tank <laughs> yeah it's 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 getting wild so <sighs> all right well i think uh i think we should wrap this one up there it is yeah Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, yeah, thanks, no, for, thanks, thanks for, for coming, coming on, on, man. Bob. We, yeah. We appreciate your support, Bob. <laughs> yeah, we definitely like to have you back on sometime. Uh, but uh, anybody else that liked uh, this episode, please like, follow, subscribe, and share with your friends. Sure. S- spread it word of mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> spread it like a smile. Like a Chinese balloon across the... United States. And oh, yeah. that's <laughs> a really good one. And always make sure that you don't eat the yellow cake. 
I would talk to you guys out.